now you caged in This is what boys turn to made men This ain't no game, ain't no playpen Come with the hook and the kick, now your stomach is sick and there ain't no escaping Come to the cage and get knocked out Come into work and get clocked out Get hit with uppercut, straight to the uppercut Down for the count and he can't even talk now This MMA, what we talking about? Yeah, you tuned into the pod now Gonna be hard for you to stop now Yeah, we caged in Welcome back to another episode of Caged In. I'm your host, Chris DiCarlo. Got a very special guest on the other line with me today. He's fighting at UFC 283 this Saturday night. It's Cody Stammen. How are we doing today, my man? Uh, doing really good, dude. Chilling. Hey, man. Thanks for taking some time out. I know it's fight week. I know you're over there in Brazil, but I appreciate you taking a little bit of time to come out and chop it up with me, man. It means a lot. Yeah, no worries. Yes, sir. All right, man, let's get into your background a little bit. You know, where were you born and raised and kind of uh, what was growing up like for you? Were you an athlete? What kind of sports did you play? You know, the whole the whole shebang. So I am from a little town called Spire, Michigan. And uh, yeah, growing up, I was, uh, I was a little country boy, man. Uh, hunting, fishing. I played football, baseball, basketball, all the normal sports. I didn't start wrestling and boxing until I was a little older. Mm. which eventually led me to MMA. But yeah, I was a, I was definitely like a three, four sport athlete uh, pretty much my whole life. Hell yeah. Uh, what kind of led to that transition to MMA? Kind of how'd you get into the sport? Trouble. 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 Uh, yeah. I mean, like most guys, I was pretty scrappy. Mm. Uh, I couldn't play, ba- I couldn't play basketball because I was a little too aggressive. <laughs> All right. Uh, and eventually, yeah, that led to, that led to wrestling and uh my family uh i come from a family of boxers so mm-hmm. uh my family my cousins all boxed so i just kind of joined in with with those guys and, and started boxing too when i was about 18 and oh, that's yeah. kind of when M- mma kind of started becoming a thing uh so yeah everything kind of timed out exactly the way it's supposed to for sure for sure you, your nickname and you go by the spartan kind of how'd you get that nickname and what's the story behind it well, I'm from Sparta, Michigan. So growing up, I was a Spartan. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I don't know, the Spartans are kind of like the apex of, of warriors throughout history, you know, so I felt like, you know, being from Sparta, I wanted to represent my my hometown and, and it, you know, the Spartan creed, that's kind of my mentality. Like, I'm going to get some motherfucker, let's go. Hell yeah. So, uh, yeah, it worked out. Dope, man, dope. All right, bro, you train over at Extreme Couture. Um since joining that gym, kind of how have you seen your game progress and the evolution in your mixed martial arts career? How since joining the gym, how have you seen that kind of progress? I mean, so I mean, training at Extreme is uh, it's a, it's a, it's a crazy place, you know, because there's just so many talented guys. Like you're never you're never top dog on the mat, and like training in Michigan, it was different. You know what I mean? I was normally the best or one of the best guys, you know, right. always in the gym, and like. You just you can't have that in a minute. You need that opposition constantly, you know, if you're gonna improve in the sport. So, you know, for me, like the moving the move to extreme, uh, just kind of kind of gave me the confidence that I needed to know that like I can compete with anybody. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't matter like what they're about or what their name is or how, you know how long they've been in the UFC. Like I can sure. find a way to beat them. You know, and that's what that's what uh, you know just consistently training with the highest level of guys you know on a daily basis kind of gives you it's like you've seen it all like you know you know what's you know what's going on in the sport 
Definitely, definitely. We mentioned it earlier, man. You're fighting over at UFC 283 in Brazil. Your opponent, Luan Lacerda, is 12 and 1, making his UFC debut. What do you know about this guy? Have you broken down the tape and kind of what do you see in his game? Uh, yeah, I've, I've watched. I watched a little bit of tape on him. Obviously, not in the UFC, so you know, there's not a lot of ton. There's not a ton to go off, you know. And right. the fight game's you versus you. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just trying to be the best that I can be. Obviously, I'm going to prepare for the specific things that he does well. Uh, but Juan Lacerda's got to fight me, dude. That poor bastard yes. is fighting me, uh, for his UFC debut. And God, that's like that's a terrifying thought. You know what I mean? If I had to fight yeah. someone like myself, or even if I had to go back and fight myself, you know what I mean? Like in my UFC debut, like I would knock myself out and around. Yeah. Like, no question. You know, it's a different thing. You know, you, this game is about experience. You know what I mean? That's why you don't see guys just march to the top. Like they need to get a ton of fights underneath them and you need the, the in cage UFC experience to really succeed. And, you know, I have that. He doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, so I see this being a very, uh, a very rough night for him. I think uh, a lot of the streams are going to crash him down Saturday night. For sure. You mentioned it's tough, you know, making your UFC debut against a guy like you who's been in the league for a while and has all the experience in, in the in the fight record to back it up. Um, you are going into Brazil and fighting in his backyard. Kind of what's that mentality like for you being like in enemy territory versus a guy who's fighting at home? Uh, when you you want to take the island, you burn the boats. Uh, I have no uh, thoughts of like home or anything. It's like mm-hmm. win or die here. Like, and that's the mentality that I take to every fight. Uh, something, it's a mentality that I just recently kind of grasped to. And like, that's like, that is the Spartan mentality. It's like, sure. come home with your shield or on it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that's, that's the, that's the mentality that I take into all fights now. Enemy territory at home doesn't matter. You know what I mean? When I set foot in there, it's like me or you, motherfucker. One of us isn't coming out of here the same. And, uh, you know, Saturday when I get in there with Juan Lacerda, uh, he won't be the same man he was. You know, he'd be a fucking broken version of himself. And you know, I'm just going to show this kid a level MMA that he's never seen. Hell yeah, man. Love to hear it. Um, have you traveled internationally for um, any of your fights before? Or is this, I know you went over to Abu Dhabi for Fight Island. Um, but other than that and this one, have you been uh, internationally before? And kind of what kind of wrench does that throw into your fight preps? Uh, you just need to come out here a little bit earlier, kind of acclimate to everything. But uh, yeah, I've, I mean, I've, I've traveled all over the world, uh, with teammates and, mm-hmm. and everything else. So I'm no, I'm no stranger to the international travel. I've, I've been all over the place, man. I've been to damn near every continent on the earth. So, oh, yeah. uh, the travel doesn't like, doesn't scare me. The only thing that, you know, I was expecting a little more of was like hostility from the Brazilian people, but honestly, they love fighters. So like, they've been really cool to us. Right. You know, oh, yeah. So the experience, the experience wasn't quite as hostile as I thought it was going to be. So, um, I'm just going to have to find that hostility in myself yes, and, sir. and make it happen. Yes, sir. Is this your first time in Brazil? No, uh, no. I, I, I've been in Brazil a couple of times, uh, for my buddy, Darren Crookshank, who, mm-hmm. you know, I, I always cornered. So yeah, I've been right. here. I know what to expect. I know how the, I know how the Brazilians do it. So. Yeah, we're we're ready for these motherfuckers. Hell yeah, man. Let's go. Um, Saturday night, man, UFC 283, you get your hand raised. What do you see um next for yourself after a win on Saturday night? Do you have any uh do you have like a goal for how many fights you want to hit this year or anything like that? No, I think uh I think after Saturday night, I think I'm gonna go I'm gonna try to go after somebody in the top ten. Mm-hmm. You know, as I, I've been 
kind of non over uh, Pedro Munoz. I think that would be a really good, you know, next fight to kind of get me back in the mix, mix of things. And, you know, like, I don't know if uh, I should absolutely just dive to the top or if I should slowly work my way there. Um, right. But I know I belong amongst the best in the world. Like, I know I'm capable of being anybody on the planet. For and sure. uh, I want those opportunities. I want those big fights. I want to fight the best guys in the world. And, like, those are, that's what I'm here for. I'm not here to be a fucking dude that, that, uh, kind of hangs out and just a journeyman type guy. Like I want to be the best in the world. I want to be a UFC champion. Like that's always been the goal and that, that hasn't changed despite, you know, winning or losing in the cage. Like that's will always be the goal. For sure, man. I love to hear that. Um, you train over at elite XC. I know Francis Ngannou is one of your training partners. So I got to ask, um, how do you feel about the recent news coming out of him, uh, testing the free agency market and kind of turning down the UFC's offer? Uh, you know, Francis did what he thought was best for him and, uh, you know, good for him. He stuck to his guns. Uh, mm-hmm. I think more people need to, to, to be like Francis and like, kind of know what you want. And if you don't get it, you move on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Francis is, despite what everyone, Francis is a good dude. He's a good dude. Uh, he's not fucking scared of anybody in the UFC. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, that motherfucker isn't scared of shit. Like yeah. where he came from and what he's been able to accomplish, like good for Francis. Francis mm-hmm. deserves options. He deserves whatever opportunity comes his way. You know what I mean? And you know, Francis will do well in any aspect of life. For sure, man. For sure, I 100% agree with you. Uh, headlining UFC 283, where we got a couple of nice title fights lined up: uh, Glover Teixeira versus Jamal Hill and Davison Figueroa versus Brandon Moreno. Do you have any? Um, outlook on that fight any predictions or how do you see those kind of those two title fights going down well i don't think uh figured it out ever beat brandon moreno i thought brandon i think brandon moreno's three and oh and this i think the only thing that beat brandon was the judges you know what i mean mm-hmm. and you know figgy may be landing some big shots but i think brandon is the better athlete the better fighter you know i think he's gonna do it again mm-hmm. um who knows what the judges are gonna say but right. uh you know, and then Jamal Hill, Glover, Texture, Glover. Uh, I, I love Glover. You know what I mean? The fact mm-hmm. that he's doing what he's doing at his age. He's a great dude, great athlete, you know, like a real ambassador for the sport. For sure. But Jamal Hill is from West Michigan. Like, that's my boy. Like, mm-hmm. we came up together. Uh, and I think Jamal's the guy to beat him. You know what I mean? Jamal hits guys and they go stiff. Yeah. You know, so I think that, you know, a, a long career – is going to catch up with Glover Teixeira and, and Jamal Hill's going to be the next UFC champion. Hell yeah, man. Love to hear it. Well, Cody, thanks for taking some time out to chop with me, man. I said I'd get you out here quick. I appreciate you coming on and talking to me. Um, oh, yeah. We're starting the we're starting the night off early with you on the prelims, and we're in for a good night by the time the end of the night's over, man. So best of luck. Go get that W, and uh, hopefully I'll talk to you soon, man. Thanks, brother. Appreciate yes, it. Sir. Appreciate you.